Hello everyone, and uh, welcome to another talk here. And uh, so uh, we're going to um, talk a little bit about technique, and um, I've been particularly interested or thinking about this recently because of uh, just the overall lack of um, practice in the last few weeks. And um, so, you know, kind of thinking about um, what limitations uh, you know, arise out of that and um, how to rebuild technique or, um, um, you know, because sometimes you might just have periods of time where it's just hard to get to the instrument. And um, it's kind of unfortunate, but how do we kind of work with it? Uh, so let's turn up the volume a little bit here. So like I mentioned uh, a little bit ago, um, knowing uh, limitations at any one given time, especially when performing um, and maybe getting paid perhaps to play or just generally to play in front of an audience. Um, it's important to be aware of what your limitations are and warming up can be a, a good part of realizing what that is, you know, kind of beforehand. Because um, sometimes you play a lot and especially if you perform a lot for long stretches and are doing it often, um, things can really kind of fall into place uh, very easily, but you have some time that you just kind of can't get to the instrument or you're on vacation or something, um, then uh, that situation can be a little bit different. So that's what we're talking about here. All right, so when playing, try to take it, take it slow notes, or this is my kind of advice anyway, um, slowly and just kind of focus on tone, producing the sound, you know, that you want to hear. Um, and you know, when you per first uh, pick up the instrument, and even if I'm, you know, maybe practicing regularly, um, you know, I may even even do that, you know, in the mornings um, when I have the time. Just kind of play very slowly and think about, you know, the tones that are being um, produced right? and how that's uh, fitting in into everything. So take it slow. A couple little things that you can do to slow yourself down. Try to play a note and get your finger, let's say we're on G, string four, fret five. Try to get your finger in a place where you can maybe touch the string below it with the tip of the finger. So we offer a little control there. Touch the strings above, or, or the higher sounding notes above. Um, and at a slight angle out towards the other 
other fret. And that can change, of course. Um, and then take the pick and uh, follow through to the next stray. Okay, so I'm going to see if I can get a close-up. I'll mention that this is a uh, live stream for members on the YouTube channel. And I am recording, in spite of my voice today, uh, for uh, podcasts. So. Um, so we'll have that too. So let me uh, get this uh, set up here. And uh, kind of a close up on the, of the hand here. Alright, so close up on my left hand anyway, for now. Alright, so that's our, our left hand. You know, we have to think about producing a good tone. So finger pretty close to the fret. You can even feel that against your your finger. And then using the fingertip. And the first finger especially can really take on a lot of responsibility for controlling unwanted sounds and, and open strings, so get the finger on some of those other strings. So right now I've had my finger on uh, string four, but I'm really controlling four, five strings, really five out of the six strings. And you can even use a second finger to mute the uh, sixth string. So one thing that I, that I find is that if you haven't been practicing, or if I haven't been practicing, or if a student hasn't been practicing technique, you might hear a lot of um, unwanted sounds, like open strings uh, ringing out. So this is a really great way to just slow down and take on the idea of producing a good sound without any unwanted uh, tones outside of what you're doing. Right? And then just kind of move that around. You know? So I'm just moving up to string three. Here, fret seven. I'm just kind of creating best tone that I that I can think that I can do um, and let's bring our, uh, our picking hand into, into the picture and see if we get that going so one thing I'm as I'm setting this up I'll talk about what we're gonna do um, so we can follow through on to the next string this could help to slow us down because uh, if we're practicing, then we aren't doing things that we um, can necessarily do without thinking. Now, if we're warming up, that's kind of another story, but um, let's say we're practicing technique. Let's say we have that in mind. So, so take a string and then pluck it, let's say going down, so I'm back on G, string 4, fret 5, and I'm taking the string and I'm 
letting the, the pick rest on the next string. So just like a follow through if you're playing sports like um, baseball or tennis or something. Anything really, throwing a ball, follow through. And then the next string stops you, so like that. And then you can go in the opposite direction. So let's say we go kind of back and forth slowly, right? And think about the angle of the pick. Okay. Then you might start to speed things up a bit. Okay. And then go through um, some moments of maybe some stream of consciousness, sort of. Uh, Melody creation. of practice, so not a lot going on there. Right, so I'll let myself go a little bit. slowly um, 
and I'm starting to feel, you know, what my current, um, uh, let's say, fluidity is, right? So, um, I think I would say, and I'm not, no, I'm just kind of talking out of experience and just sort of coming up with ideas, but in any given day, you might have an upper limit, you know, to what level of fluidity you might have. So, um, so we, I titled this uh, Fluidity, fluidity uh, with Technique. And so, um, where that happens, I think, is somewhat dependent on a lot, probably a lot of factors, but, um, you know, if you've been practicing three, five hours a day for, um, for years, um, then that upper limit might be pretty high. Um, and you might get there by warming up fairly quickly, so, or maybe with within an hour or two or something. Um, so, but if you don't have that history, um, your upper limit might be a little bit lower. Uh, and then other, other factors too, so. Um, Dexterity might, might not be as um, as developed, or for some people versus other people. So, but if you're always, um, and this is something else I try to think about a lot as much as I can. Um, but if you're if you're trying to say something uh, genuine and authentic, um, the. Um, amount of notes that you play or how, how fast a passage you can play or how many sixteenth notes you can you can um, get out at what tempo really don't really matter um, and you can just make these kind of smaller simple uh, statements right so and I think it's sort of a, a personal uh, thing, you know, with a lot of, a lot of factors. You know. But if we follow some good practices with our um, technique, um, and we follow some guidance, uh, then we will find that um, um, we'll, we'll develop ceiling or upper limit we'll get further and further around there right so like I said focus on producing the sound you like right so what kind of sound do you want to hear and what's the best sound you can get out of any given guitar? Right, so. Aspiring to sync up the right hand or the fretting hand with the B hand. Right, have you developed the alternate picking? Which I would say is completely 
crucial um, to to play. Um, maybe I'm wrong. resisted to a lot of things um, and, and when I was younger um, and um, people like you know real good um, musicians would tell me some, some things and I, I was always very skeptical um, and uh, but I, I guess fortunately I um, kept recalling those things that they said and um, just kind of kept finding evidence that maybe they were right. <laughs> so <laughs> so now, you know, as a kind of a, someone who's, who's teaching now myself, um, um, I try to have apart these things as well. Textbook way to hold the pick is like, uh, you know, kind of like this. I always tell uh, students to um, you know, point the finger out, pointer finger straight out, thumb up, keep the hand in position, and then point your fingertip back towards yourself. Take the one of the tips of the pick anyway place on the side and then climb it down. So that's really like the textbook way. You see that in all, all the method books. Um, and I, I think that that is really the strongest uh, transfer of power. So, so that's something that I'm working to use that more often as I can. But, but there are other ways to hold the pick. So using the fingertip is nice. Um, or, or taking it off the side of the finger and using a little bit more of the underside of the finger uh, can be nice as well. Uh, because, you know, your finger, I think, when you're pointing at something, you're thinking about something, you say, okay, that's there. So when we point our finger at the string it's kind of nice because it's like well that string is right there my fingers pointing at it so I do like to um, pick that way but I do think there are some disadvantages to that I think you lose a little bit of string control because your palm's not as close to the strings I think you lose a little bit of power um, or maybe a lot of power transferred from the pick to the string. And also I think with the, um, with the kind of standard picking, 
the um, the pick naturally kind of takes on a little bit of an angle, which helps the pick to glide across the string um, with a more minimal amount of surface area. So, um, so that. But I also kind of like the two finger, um, which uh, which Pat Metheny does a lot of this, um, where. You kind of do get the fingertips pointing at the string, and you get two fingers on, on the pick. So I think that may compensate a little bit for the power. But I do find that um, the string control does become a little bit of an issue for the lower notes. But always, you know, trying to refine, you know, trying to try a different angle. And then um, try the um, and then you know, maybe on the flip side like like here. So I'm taking a little bit different angle on the on the picking hand here. Right and okay, kind of the what I call the yo-yo. Start getting your palm to interact with the strings right near the bridge. This is almost like uh, trying to work backwards, take you know some good technique and try to muffle things up a little bit. If you take it like kind of to the fret that you're, it's kind of what you're not supposed to do, right? Play here and you get this buzzing sort of sound. Right? So then you're kind of deliberately working in some kind of like almost like imperfections in, uh, in the sound to give it a little raw kind of thing. I don't so those notes are fairly clean, maybe except for one, but and then can't forget a little bit of bending. So everybody, um, thanks for checking this out. So um, I'm hoping next week is a better week uh, as far as getting on live streams and everything. Um, 
but I may do a member update today um, or maybe tomorrow because uh, my voice is a little bit shot today but anyway um, thanks for checking this out I really appreciate uh, your membership to the channel and uh, hope you enjoy this I think I forgot to hit record on the thing so this might be a live stream only replay but um, Hope everybody has a great day and a great practice session and you hope you find this helpful.